Stop working. Why I gotta be all that? Welcome to episode 16 to get my husband off my podcast. And uh, y'all just got a preview of what we go through pre production. Anyway. <laughs> anyways, hopefully everybody been good and good spirits. Hope your work week so far has been good, even though you know, it's only a couple of days. Uh, hope everybody's, you know, enjoying themselves, living life, stuff like that. What you been up to? You see me every day. You know what I've been up to. They don't know. I have They don't been know what you've been up to. Up to a lot. I'm writing more. Oh, now she up to a lot. Taking care of kids, taking care of you and the house. Okay. Anything else you got going on? Come on now, you just ain't been sitting around waiting on us to tell you what to do. No, I don't ever wait on y'all to tell me what to do. No. Um, no. I don't have anything else going on right now. Nothing. Nothing. Well, come on, now. you gotta gotta be a little bit more excited than that, huh? What do you what do you have going on? I mean I'm about to talk, but I'm just saying I wanna see what's going on with you. I just said what's going on with me. I'm writing. Mother's Day coming up. I know. What'd you give me? You all right? Am I all right? Yeah. I am dealing. Dealing. Yes. Yeah. Dealing with me. That means I'm dealing. Most of the time, I can't say most of the time. <clears throat> A lot of the time, we just sit around and we have these discussions, but we're actually going to have a discussion right now. Live on this podcast. How are you feeling? Be honest. About Mother's Day coming up? Yeah. I mean, I'm sad. It's hard. I was with my sister today for a little bit. Not even that long. And she wants to do shirts and... Shirts is... Yeah, I'm, yeah we on the same page about shirts. I mean, no, I would do a shirt, but it's... It's too late. Like Mother's Day is Sunday. We should have did this. But a uh, shirt for what? Clothes fade. They get torn. They get stains on them. Sure. Especially with what you're getting the shirt for. You know, you don't really need exactly. You, I mean, you don't really need to put that. Like I told her, if I get a shirt, I don't. I wouldn't wear it. So. Then it'll still, you know, fade yeah, or something happened to it. We didn't we done tried to keep mementos throughout our relationship throughout life. True, they got destroyed, kid clothes and stuff like that. I think I wanna get a tattoo. <laughs> you got one? No, a picture of mine. But I don't know if I could put that on. And I don't know where in St. Louis that they do good portrait tattoos. A lot of tattoo artists. That's a good just because you're a tattoo artist, that does not mean your work I mean, is good. We go well, I can't say we. I go to the same place. I've gotten all of my tattoos. Oh, most of them. Most. Two of them. Two. How many tattoos place. do you have? Three. She got a look. I got three. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, are you suppressing anything? Am I always suppressing something? That's not healthy, my friend. Well, sir, that's what I have to do to get by. No, 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 no. We need to avoid those situations where you blow up. Can you stop playing with that? Can you stop playing with that? Is me playing moving? Can you stop playing with that? Because it's it's rubbing up against that thing. I know. That's why I moved it. Because it was on there. Anyway. It's not healthy to suppress things. You tell people that same thing. It's not healthy Just to suppress Just because I tell people stuff that don't mean I have to do what I say. You don't have to do what you say, but it's kind of silly for you to tell somebody it's great to open up when you don't open up. Not even to me. I do open up. I don't let a lot bother me anymore, but this is... You don't let a lot bother you anymore, but major thing, that major thing... This is hard. And you to can't talk get over about. it. You can't get over it. And right. I'm not saying it's not like I'm not saying talking about it is gonna get over it like you like you said. Talking about it is not gonna get over it. It's gonna it's 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 gonna help help heal. So you can learn how to get over it in a healthier way. Not get over it, 
cope with it in a healthier way. But I am coping with it in a healthy way. Not suppressing it. I'm getting, I'm, but you act like I'm just laid up and depressed. I didn't say you laid up and depressed, but I can look at you and I can tell that it's something there. It's always going to be something there. That is not going to change. You know that. Then you need to find a way to make it so the memory is not a memory. You know, you, you can still make new moments with your mother. I believe because that, not the physical, but that person and those lessons and that laughter is I mean, still with I, you. I know all of that and I remember all of that and I go through all of that. But as far as me constantly it's just hard right now because I still have whether I'm there or not I still have grandma to think about and she's taking it kind of hard lately. She hasn't yeah, but you know, every time this this month roll around, I wouldn't even say that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even say. I, I think it's a lot. The granny, the granny don't don't show and don't and don't let y'all know because she knows how y'all are. You about the strongest one of the bunch. So, I mean, and side note, this is us being personal, and if people listening to this. Or involved in this story, this is about me and my wife. Not about your feelings, about anything. So, this is her getting it out however she feels fit, even if she doesn't. But we're not putting anybody out there. So, if you feel a certain way about anything that we're saying, deal with it yourself. Anyway. Um, I'm not, I don't think I'm the strongest one out of all of us. I think <clears throat> Two of y'all. <laughs> so, Larry, I'm going to say okay. two of y'all. <laughs> I think, but I think out of the two of us, yeah. I don't know if we're strongest. I think we just, we deal with it better. But I know what what me and moms used to talk about. And she told me a lot about the four of y'all. Stop. You are not a child. Why is what I do because why are you scratching that? Why are you scratching that? Because you making noise on the mic, but it's always noise on the mic. It's a microphone. But your phone been going off. How long? I can turn my phone. I can't turn off. You over there scratching on stuff. I scratched for two seconds. Your phone didn't beep. Freaking baby. Both times, but you told me make sure you turn that on so your phone is that going after your man and podcast. But your phone didn't be three, four times. Leave me alone. You sit up there scratching on face. You gonna get that up too? Get that up too? No, get that. Get that. Whatever. I did that in the morning. Anyway, like I said, she told me a lot about the four of y'all. A lot of things that I don't tell you. Nothing bad. So don't get me wrong. Nothing bad. There is nothing bad that she could have said about me. Yes, it is, my friend. And I've been knowing y'all since y'all was. Here we go. Kids. We are and, a year apart. And this, you act like I'm getting stuff out about my sister-in-laws. I'm gonna punch you in your face, straight up. Okay, kids. I'm gonna knock you out anyway. Like I said, then you should have specified. Anyway, oh my god, and you don't shut up. No, she. Was I have been about knowing y'all for. And then I've been knowing y'all. Her. Anyway, she told me a lot about y'all, and she also told me. A lot about my effect on them. We don't know you. So, and I'm starting to, if you, you scratch that pain if you want to, I've gotten away from what I, what I used to be with your sisters. Because it really, really felt like brother, sister. But now it seemed like that's my sister's husband. And I feel a certain way about that because I felt that that was me going away from that. Okay, so if you feel because like you, I still feel if you don't shut up, I still feel <laughs> I still feel I that they my little sisters and I love them dearly, love them dearly, and 
I know me. I know my attitude and I know the way that I may come across at times. Rub a lot of people the wrong way. And I don't want anybody thinking that I'm trying to, you know, be something that I'm really not trying to be. You know, like trying to, oh, you know, you're trying to come around. You punk. Oh, it ain't even like that. Ain't even like that. But it's a lot of people in my life that I wish I could get back. But then again, that's going against everything that I stand for. And I'm not saying that, that I done burn bridges with your sisters that I can't build again. Because that, that's not the case. That's not the case. And their kids, I do them. I love their kids. They're one of them. Including the ones I say I can't stand Every to their face. Including the ones I say I can't stand to their face. Straight up. I'll fight. I'll fight at least six of them. At least six of them. And they know who they are. Them kids. I ain't talking to their parents. Talk to the kids. They know who they are. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? I love them. And I, them you're talking about under six. And I, and I love them when they run and they say, uncle, uncle. I love that. Because that means I got a positive effect on those babies. And... Like I said, I got to come around more and to get that because, you know, how my family is. My family broken. I love your family. The way your family can come together. My family can't come together like that unless somebody getting shot at, hit, or whatever, or argument is going to ensue. But your family, y'all got that bond. And, and it's, I pray and I pray a lot that it don't get broken. Because my family broke apart with my aunt and my little cousin burning that fire. And my family never repaired from that. And your family has... It's a hard thing to get over exactly. Especially, we watched it. I watched that house burning with my my aunt and my little cousin. I watched it burn. We couldn't do anything about it. But... That tragedy tore my family apart. I got family members that live down the street from me 30 seconds away that I don't talk to. So when I see them, it's love. But it's not an everyday thing. It's not an every week thing. We don't get together for Sunday, you know, Sunday dinner like y'all do. I'm not saying it's Sunday Sunday. dinner, but y'all know y'all get together and y'all get together. Y'all could care less. That's a beautiful thing. And I'm so glad that it ain't broke. That bond that y'all got. And not even with the blood family. It's like y'all got extended folks that come around and go there to make sure granny is protected and granny's all right and stuff like that. And that's a beautiful thing. And, and I just want, no, nah, they used to be us newspaper clippings and all that stuff. And all that crap. Anyway, that's another podcast. That's another podcast, you know. I one of these days I'm gonna get my uncle to sit down with me. We're gonna tell y'all some stories. But oh, that's another thing. But um, like I said, I want to, you know, part a lot a lot of it is me working and you know, having to take care of stuff when I get off work. And a lot of times you're already gone and I just come home and go to sleep. But um, but that's an excuse. I need to stop. And, you know, this this weekend I'm gonna get together with y'all, even though I work, I'm gonna still come through and physically come in and tell granny I love her and instead of just having you do it and got everybody thinking that I want to come around stuff like that that ain't it that ain't me and um I'm saying on my podcast that I love y'all I love all of y'all including the ones that don't that think I don't like them whatever but you know I just like y'all a lot I don't y'all uh y'all good people you know, and I appreciate good people because, you know. I've been dealing with y'all for too long. I only got a few folks in my family that I know I can reach my hand out to when they reach back. But, uh, you know, that, that kind of affect me, though. And once again, one of these days, I'm going to, you know, tell y'all some stories about myself. Tell y'all some stories about my family and, look, you know, a couple of things that happened to me in my life. You know, why I don't speak to my father. Why I have a great relationship with a sister of mine who lives in California, who I only I only met her twice. And us seeing each other those two times for that little bit of time have lasted 
years, and it'll last for the rest of my life. I love Chelsea. I love Chelsea. I love her kids. Never met one of them. I never met her husband. But I know if I when, when I do meet her husband and her youngest son, it's not going to be a... It's not going to be like, oh, that's your uncle or that's my brother. You know, it'll be love because it's felt from all of these miles away. It's felt. I feel it. I don't know about them, but because I've never spoken to her husband, not even on social media, never even spoke to her husband, but it's, um, I feel it though because I feel he's a good person. I feel he's a good spirit. And this is part of me growing up. I'm 35 and I'm still growing up, y'all. Really, I'm still growing up. I'm not that old. And I want to, uh, I want to proclaim on this podcast that I'm taking my steps in becoming a better man. And, you know, like, you know, to just uh, simple things from me working all day to just grabbing the kids and taking them to the park, even just for an hour. 45 minutes, an hour, we go to the park and play tag or whatever. That's something I need to get back to. Sitting around laughing with my wife and stuff like that. Even though we do that a lot, those things matter to me. You know, that's that stuff matter to me. You know, we got, and I look forward to this weekend. I wish I would have took my vacation, but I took my vacation later, later this year for other reasons. But um, I look forward to this weekend. We got our oldest son. We about to have a teenager. Jaden about to be 13. He about to have a teenager. I don't deal with teenagers. Our um, wedding anniversary, our 11-year wedding anniversary is Friday. And then Mother's Day, Sunday, you know, early happy Mother's Day to everybody. Happy Mother's Day, everyone. Single mothers, single dads out there doing what you do. Happy Mother's Day. Everybody matters. And um, like I said, you know, everything. Everything starts with everything starts with looking in the mirror and realizing that you need to do more for yourself. And if you want, if you want things out of life, you got to look at yourself and realize your faults. And I have a lot of faults, a lot of faults, and I'm trying to rectify them. And um, this here, me talking to this microphone, sort of therapeutic for me because it's it's, it's allowing me to heal <clears throat> and allowing me. To let go of a lot of things that's been holding me down. And like I said earlier, you know, I don't talk to my pop. And that's out of me feeling it's protecting my children. And if y'all can understand that, me feeling that it's protecting my children. Okay, well, you going into all of that, you might as well just explain My wife can possibly, my wife can possibly better break it down than I can. Because it has nothing to do with my relationship with them. Because my relationship with them, it, it was there. But as we got older, it sort of broke up. You know, I turned and tried to get it back. But that's, <clears throat> I, I, it wasn't really reciprocated the way that I thought it would be. But um, for the reasons being from my, of, of my children, I had to protect them. Because I didn't want them going going through that, you know, why is certain things being done for others, for others it isn't being done for us, and it's just small stuff. Why is he promising things and not really coming through on it for my kids? And it's nothing to do with possessions. And I've had this conversation with Chelsea before. Oops, like, not, not a long, drawn-out conversation, but we have shared that same sentiment. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna let you be but I also have to do for myself and my family and I really try to figure out why you are the way that you are. You know, and I understood. And that's probably part of the bond me and Chelsea shared because she told me a long time ago, we the broken children. <laughs> and Probably I guess broken. us together is making that whole. And, you know, broken, hopefully she hears this. And realizes the impact that she's had on my life. And I have another little sister. I have a little sister, Jessica, as well, who I named my daughter after. And I haven't seen Jessica in 29 years. Every day, every day of my life, I think I 
say I love you. And the only memory I have of her is us, is me building, building a fort for a six, seven month old baby. And laying on the floor with the pillows, she has cerebral palsy. And only thing that connects her to me is her mind. Her physical couldn't, but she used to laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. And me being six, seven years old, I didn't know what that little baby was laughing at. But the only thing I knew that I had to keep it going because I'm a big brother. Me and my mother do not discuss her at all. Come here. Part of the reason I feel is because she's she either trying to forget about it <clears throat> or she really has no recollection of it. But um Who's gonna talk? But uh what up boo boo? But um I uh the last time I tried talking to my mother about it, it didn't really go very well. Because she asked me, why do I still think about Jessica? I think about Jessica because, like I said, she has cerebral palsy. She needed protection. And her father saw the money that she was getting and, you know, got greedy. And then I felt that it was, I, I didn't understand I was too young. I didn't understand it. All I was wondering was why we why are we fighting over why are we fighting over something God gave us. And since everybody in my family was hollering about the Lord needing to please God, why are we doing this to this baby and not doing what God wants? I never really had this conversation with anybody, and I'm not having this conversation with anybody right now. I'm talking to people who are not even in front of me. But I want you guys to really listen. And really understand that if you love somebody, you need to figure out why you love that person and don't let it go. Figure out what that word love means and really etch it into your heart that I won't let anything happen to this person because I love this person. I won't let anything harm this person because I love this person. And even if you don't understand it, just like that six-year-old, seven-year-old boy did not understand what love was until years and years and years later to me asking myself, why do I still think about my little sister? It's because I love her. She does not know me. But her mind does. And if we ever see each other again, she'll know that I was that person I was protecting her. And I know she's grown into a beautiful woman. And I, I had a conversation with him, with her father, possibly 12 years ago, 11 years ago, 10 years ago, whatever it was. And he was so happy to hear from me. And he was busy running around running errands and I couldn't get a chance to see her. And he told me she was okay. That she, you know, she watches her TV and stuff like that. She eats good. Pretty much all she can do. But, um, that's, that's that. If you love somebody, figure out why you love them and figure out why you need that person in your life. Tell them every now and again. It ain't got to be no, I love you, I love you, I love you. Don't leave me, don't leave me, don't leave me. But just the little things, they really make a difference. And uh, <clears throat> if you ever get separated from that person, just like myself was separated from my little sister, just hold on to it. Because you never know that love can save your life. That love you have in your heart can save your life. And that love I have for my little sister has saved my life. Because I used to walk around hating things. I used to walk around hating life. 
because of certain things that happened. I didn't care at all until I really met this woman to the right of me and everything sort of came full circle. Didn't come full circle right away because I was still being hard-headed. I was still trying to fight the world. Fight the world and say the world at the same time. It's kind of conflicted, but I'm a conflicted person. So, but um, there's a lot. There's a lot I don't understand about life. A lot I don't understand about things. I still question things, but I do understand that you have to be a good person in this world. Even if bad things happen to you, you still have to be a good person. So. I know I've really drawn this out, but like I said, it's helpful for me, and I really thank you guys for listening. Now we can start this podcast. <sighs> anyway, <clears throat> I want to talk about a few people in America, in the world, I can't say America, like we're the only people to get the, get the view of these people. But there are a few, a few people in society. I say society because no matter where you live, no matter where you're listening to this right now, because we have people in other countries listening to us, that sort of tripped us out the first time we saw it. But right now, we're sort of getting used to it now. But we appreciate you guys. And one of these days, we are going to be big enough to where we actually get to go to these places and possibly do a podcast there. So, you know, everybody has to have dreams, you know. Everybody got to have dreams. So, Donald Glover, Childish Gambino. Very talented person. He was just on SNL. He hosted SNL. And he also was a musical guest on SNL. He's not the first person to do that, I don't believe. But um, he had a song called This Is America. And me and my wife sat down and we watched the video. And um, it, his dancing will throw you off. But if you watch it, it'll really open your mind up to what certain people view when they look out into the world or when they look out their window. What everyday life depicts for certain people. And I'm not just talking about blacks. I'm talking about everybody because everybody looks at things differently. You know, my wife, and she's still sitting here, by the way. I know I've been talking for almost a half an hour straight. She's still sitting here. Yep, I'm here. But um, men look at things differently than women. And that's part of the reason why me and my wife wanted to do this podcast because we can see the same thing and and it'll we can be looking at the same thing. Thing it could be happening right in front of us. We'll give you two completely different views, and then those two completely different views will start an argument. Not always. Not it's not not you know not all arguments are bad, y'all. Healthy discussions, I say. But his video, "This Is America," depicts a lot of the social issues: police brutality, uh, school shootings. You know, church shootings. shootings. A lot of the bad things. That have a lot of the bad things. A lot of the bad things. But he did it in a light where you don't notice it really because of the dancing. He went around with his shirt off. But if you watch it for what it is, that's possibly the most powerful video I've ever seen. Yeah, it is a very powerful video. Very powerful video. Good message. Um, at first, when I first seen it, I was, I think it was the dancing that threw me off. So I had to watch it again by myself. I was like, okay, I see where he was going with this. And it was good. I liked it. A lot more people should watch it. I think he could have did a lot of things differently. Well, not a lot of things, just like. He could have pushed more buttons. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But if he wanted to push those buttons, I think if he did, like instead of him shooting that choir, yeah, whether it was a, whether it was a, you know, a white man shooting that choir, that would probably would have turned a lot of people off. 
I mean, but it but it, need, it, need, it needed to be done. That's how go. it happened. So there you go. There you go. There you go. If you gonna push buttons, why not push them all the way? Right. Or not at all. See, a lot of people they they afraid to do that because of what you're gonna be dinged as on your Facebook page or on your Instagram or on your whatever you at a YouTube channel or whatever. So with that, you wanna you you wanna do and you want to be the next thing that's going to blow up, right? True. That don't necessarily mean it's going to, that it's going to be a good way that you're going to blow up. No. Right, because you can do something to piss people off and that right there could get you your attention. Like Candace Owens, and I won't speak on her. Like Kanye West, I won't speak on him. I'm over Kanye, so. They're entitled to their opinion. Right. Let them have it. We can feel how we feel. And we cannot give them that attention. So move on. I'm um, we still talking about Danny Glover and Chop. Same thing. My thing is okay. Danny Glover ain't never made no I video. Mean, you know what I mean? I'm it's excuse me, y'all. Danny Glover ain't never <laughs> I'm spit <sorry>. no sixteen. <laughs> I'm never. sorry, y'all know who Danny I'm talking Glover. about. I'm like a little out of it. Danny Glover and Morgan Freeman gonna come out. They with might a, have a rhyme with an album know. together. What's it called? Old. That's gonna be their a album. <laughs> That's gonna be the name of their album. Shut up. Forever old. It's gonna you be. You know who I meant. Two baby pictures. that's gonna look like they was taken yesterday. Okay. Anyway. At least we see Danny Glover when he was somewhat young. I have never seen Danny Glover. Danny when he Glover. Was young. Danny Glover, he was at least... I have never he was seen Danny Glover when he was young. In his 40s, when he was in Lethal Weapon, the first one, right? I have never seen... Morgan Freeman been old forever. That man and I seen Morgan Freeman. He was Malcolm X back in the 70s. He looked at least Malcolm 60 X back then. Malcolm X did not... Wait, what? Morgan Freeman was Malcolm X before. When? In Malcolm X. What movie? Malcolm X. The one with Denzel Washington? No. He did a movie when he was Malcolm X. I didn't know that. Look it up. I will not. Yeah, Anyway, what I was saying about the video. Every, oh, wait a minute, was he? I don't know. <laughs> but everybody sure was, was. But the video been out for two days. Yeah. So that first day, everybody was loving this video, loving it. Oh, he's so woke and all of this stuff. I hate when people say that. Like, seriously. I hate to hear people say, I'm woke. If you woke, what would you be for? But that's a different thing. Then, death of a prophet, and he looked old. He looked old in that picture right there. Yeah, he had to <laughs> be about least, eighty in that picture. He at least sixty. Anyway, when did the movie come out? In nineteen eighty-one. Oh my god! I wasn't even born. No wonder I don't know what the movie. Nineteen eighty-one. So anyway, everybody was loving the video that first day. Then the second day. Or whatever they found out, or later on that day they found out that he is married to a white woman. Now nobody likes the video. I've seen people on Facebook posting how how do they feel like he can represent this and represent that if he can date a white woman or married to a white woman. That does not stop him from being a black man living in America just because he married a white woman. I'm so glad they can this. Huh? I'm so glad they can this. They can what? Tyler Perry was going to play Malcolm X in the movie. Oh, thank God. Um. Anyway, this is back in 13, so. Anyway. I would not want to see. This is going to make some people mad, but. Whatever. I don't care who these black men are dating or in love with or if they married a white woman. It doesn't matter. It still doesn't stop the fact that these things are still happening in the world. And he's a black man, like I said, and he's probably gone through a lot of these things himself. Just because he fell in love with somebody of a different race, y'all got to get over that. Message. Like, seriously. You can't you can't keep saying that we want to be accepted and we want to be equal, but then this man go out here and fall in love with a white woman like any other man, and say, oh, well, he turned his back on black women and all that. My milk of magnesia. I'm saying, though. <laughs> Could you tell me? 
Love is love, people. I can't stand you. I let you get all of that stuff out. I ain't say that one thing. As soon as I start talking, you got to start making jokes. I'm going to quit, and I'm going to do my own podcast. Now, I ain't gonna do, I'm going to do YouTube by myself. Anyway. Oh, man. It don't, I mean, it don't matter to me. Am I wrong for thinking it don't matter to me? You're not wrong for your opinion. Who he Nobody loves? Nobody else is. <laughs> I mean, really. Like, it was a whole big drawn out thing. All of these black men are high and mighty or whatever. They all are successful. And they got white women. So what? It's love, if y'all. That's love who they fell no in color. love with. Then let them love them people. Love has no color. We love everybody. Love has no color. I am not. I don't care. Like, really. As long as these people are happy and so anyways, doing what they do, then who are we to tell them who they can and can't let? True. Donald Glover, you keep doing what you're doing. You're doing the right thing. Right. Regardless of who you lay down with. Right. <laughs> Who cares? Have fun. Do what you do. Anyways, NBA playoffs is heating up. Donovan Mitchell stood up. And I know they just lost. Quick question. Yeah. Why did you just start screaming? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get that loud. But if you watch that boy play, he stood up. You know who he is now. It's no longer, oh, Lonzo Ball going to run away with the rookie of the year like people were saying. Lonzo Ball was an afterthought on his own team. Kyle Kuzma is a much better player, and he proved it. Ben Simmons is right there. This that Lonzo Ball rookie year? I mean, they they didn't make the playoffs. I mean, not anymore. I thought he'd been playing for like two years now. Anyway, anyway, Ben Simmons was on everybody's radars being the next one. And so is Jason Tatum, too. Jason Tatum, dope. But Donovan Mitchell, oh, my gosh. I don't know any people. I'm not even saying Donovan Mitchell needs another, you know, player like, you know, everybody else, you know, needs that sidekick or whatever, whatever, or wants to form that super team. Donovan Mitchell has the potential to be a, a super team by himself. He can't. But, how he going to be a super team <laughs> by himself? That boy is dope. That's like dope. you saying LeBron oh should have um, played in the playoffs by himself. Yeah. That one game against Indiana, LeBron should have told everybody, sit down, I got this. And that's pretty much what he did. Pretty much. But they woke up as, as, as a team against Toronto. And that's another thing right there. But like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, Jazz just lost. So, you know, congrats to them on a great season. Hopefully, Donovan Mitchell gets the rookie of the year. If not, they'll possibly give it to Ben Simmons or Jason Tatum, or they can do a co-rookie of the year like they did with um, Grant Hill and Jason Kidd back in the day and possibly give it to Jason Tatum and um, and Donovan Mitchell. Because once Kyrie and uh, Gordon went down, Jason Tatum was pretty much the Celtics, even though they played great team ball, and that's actually, you know, attributed to their great coach, Brad Stevens, but um, Jason Tatum really showed out and grew and, and grew up in his rookie season, as as did Donovan Mitchell. But Donovan Mitchell came out of nowhere. I swear he did. That brother came out of nowhere. So, anyways, another thing, uh, LeBron James. I'm gonna ask y'all this question: Is he closing in on that ghost he's chasing? Maybe. I'm not saying he'll eclipse Jordan. But he getting damn close. But. Ooh. Language. If he ain't better than Mike, he the closest one. He is the closest one that I've seen, and I've seen a lot of the a lot of the players that that were compared to him, including Harold Miner. Most people don't remember or have never even heard the name, but Harold Miner was was I was a Jordan fan, true enough, but I always wanted to wanted to get that one that was better. Or could be better, or was doing like things like Mike. Harold Miner was that person for like a year and a half. He just couldn't keep it consistent. He has baby, you know, he was baby Jordan. He won dunk contest stuff like that. He was bald. Girls loved him. He had thirty two. Mike had twenty three. He played for the Heat, and you know he was he was big before he got hurt. He even played for Cleveland for a little bit and couldn't couldn't get that career back going. 
I believe he's a used car salesman right now. But that's he <laughs> there nor there. But uh, well, I went through them all. You know, Larry Johnson, LJ, Grandma Ma. That brother there was a great player before he wrecked his knee. He almost carried the Knicks to a title back in 99, too, if y'all remember that. And, um, you know, I was there for AI every step of the way. AI's career, love AI to, to, to this day. I love AI. And then, then LeBron came along. Kobe came along. So it's like a lot of people will say Kobe ain't better than – I mean, LeBron ain't better than Kobe. There's people to this day. I just had a conversation this morning. This brother said LeBron can't catch AI. And there's people that die for AI for basketball. I'm one of them. You know, AI is it. All AI had to do was just get a lot of those hangers on off of him, focus on, you know, his craft a little bit more, and AI would have won a couple of titles, a couple more MVPs, a couple of titles. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy he's enshrined in the Hall of Fame. And, um, and he made an impact on society. He made an impact on the youth that will never be forgotten, never be duplicated. But... I feel LeBron's getting close. He's getting close, y'all. He may not catch that six. He may not catch that six. Mm. But cultural, cultural impact, LeBron is is about there. Because have you, have you heard of LeBron's name being thrown around anything bad? Mm. Just that one thing they were trying to say about that, um... TV reporter or yeah. journalist? Yeah, one? yeah, the one that was here. Yeah, but other yeah. than that, other nope. than that, I mean, he makes smart investments, smart with his money. I hope he don't leave Cleveland again, but I mean, and he's possibly about to be the richest athlete ever with his next contract. I believe I want to say he can clear two fifty. He got already that. I want to say he can clear two fifty for uh, six years. Two hundred fifty million for six years. I want to say if if, if I'm correct. No, totally. Uh, I want to say if I'm correct for six years, he can clear two hundred fifty million well, if geez. he stays with Cleveland. Yeah, but if he that. wants to chase whatever he's chasing, because I feel he has nothing else to I don't chase. Think he, right, I don't think he has anything to chase. I don't think. Right, I feel I he should I don't stay. Think he wants to chase. I think maybe. No, LeBron's kind of person that he wants that. I don't think he should go to Houston. What's in Houston? James Harden, Chris Paul. Dude, the beard? Yeah. Yeah, no. James Harden, Chris Paul. Why they can't come to Cleveland? Hey, I like I like Cleveland's team now. I really do. Me too. Really. But, um, All the little light skins. Anyways. Um, another person. Big cultural impact. The Rock. And I was just, I was just looking at, I was just looking at, um, his Instagram page and I just, it just got me thinking. I've seen, that's another person I've seen from his first match in WWE to right now. He is, he, you know, it seems like every, every year he evolves into something bigger than he was. Evolves? Yeah. We evolve as humans. I don't know about evolving. If you didn't know what you mean you don't know about? Because I kind of feel like all his movie roles are the same. He's depicted as a hero for a reason. But does he always have to be the hero? So it's probably in his contract. So he made a contract <laughs> to say, oh, I, yeah, I, gotta I be, always got to win. I, gotta and I mean, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with him always winning, but sometimes you got to see somebody get defeated. A little bit. That may be why I don't like Mayweather that much. We ain't talking about Floyd. Leave Floyd alone. I'm sorry. But Leave yeah. Floyd alone. That's probably why it is. I don't know. I like. I mean, I, I feel love like, you, Floyd. I'm not saying I don't like him. I, I just feel like sometimes defeat builds makes, character. Yeah, builds think, character that makes you stronger. Has lost. You must not know. You you must not know his story. Then you don't. I'm him. talking about movie roles. Oh, I'm just saying. You're I'm not talking about boss, in life. Story. So anyway, talking about movie roles. <laughs> Crazy. During person. the movie, he loses personally, but he also overcomes, building character because he still has that wrestling mentality where you want to see your heroes prevail. You know, Hulk Hogan back in the '80s. 
I cried when he lost to the Ultimate Warrior because Hulk Hogan was my hero. Can we um, be totally honest? What? I didn't really like Hulk Hogan. I liked Ultimate Warrior better. And everybody else did too once he came out when they heard that music and this this He Man looking 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 man running he, to the ring and he was just colorful. I was like Hulk Hogan was it to me? I mean I, I met Hulk Hogan in the elevator and once. didn't say nothing. I couldn't say nothing. Hulk Hogan was Jesus to me. I had on my little Hulkamania hat, my Hulk Hogan shirt. He was down at the kill, and me and my mother we used to go see wrestling a lot, and it was him and um Paul Orndorff, Mister Wonderful, standing in the elevator, and I'm like. Mama was like, don't you want to say something? And I couldn't. I was froze. I was God in that red and yellow. And hey, I'm sorry. But I mean, I don't know what that was that my kids are doing. That's your child. But if we, if this podcast cuts short, we ran out the house. It's going to keep recording. I'm just going to get up and run out the house. Wait a minute. Speaking of us just taking off running. That leads me to my next person that I want to bring up. David Blaine. Man, F that man. I don't even know why he bring that man up. Because Seriously. David Blaine is a person that stops you in your tracks. You need to stop talking about him before you show up at this front door. But, and you know what I mean by stops you in your tracks, y'all. If, you know, if you see like Let's say you walking down the street and you see, you know, Jay-Z, somebody like that. And you're going you to jump why, up and down. Why would Jay-Z be walking down our street? DMX went to the project, went to the Cochran's with six dogs. That's DMX. And people and went crazy. <laughs> people went crazy when they see DMX in downtown with a hard out life to him when he walked through the Cochran's. Yeah, but Jay-Z went crazy. walking down nobody's street. He was downtown walking with DMX. It was him. How was long ago ass? was that? That was 2000. When was it hard in life to y'all? They not finna answer right this second. Don't worry, I'll wait. Anyway, that was over 10 years ago. It was way longer than 10 years ago. I said over. 99, 2000? 99, 99. Jay-Z from 99, 2000. He's a completely different person. 2018. So that Jay-Z in 2018 ain't walking down our street. Oh, no, bro. Uh Uh-uh. They said they said Jay Z downtown. Whose fight? Whose fight was Hov at? Uh, if you Zab don't Judah. stop hitting me, Zab Judah versus um. It's gonna be Spinks. our fight. Spinks, Spinks. Um, my partner went down there. He said, "Yeah, man, I kept looking, 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 trying to look and see where Jay Z was sitting, thinking he was gonna be ringside." He said he just happened to turn around and look at the press box, like one of the owners' offices, and there was Jay Z. He don't know where he came from. He ain't see no cars, no. Tour buses and nothing. <laughs> Jay Z just appeared. I'm pretty sure. But wasn't they inside the building when this yeah, happened? I so how was so. he gonna see a probably car so. or a tour bus? So. But anyway, but um, like I said, if you see somebody that stops you in your tracks, like you'll see a celebrity and you're like scream, oh my god, I can't breathe or something like that. But if you see David Blaine, you will stop. I'm just gonna not move. Man. Yeah, you because you do not want you don't you want to be on alert. I don't want to draw no attention to myself. Right. You, gotta come you don't want, him to, you don't want him to say your name and that voice. And it's like, because we just got done watching a couple of videos of his. And he was in the inner city and stuff like that with a lot of different people doing car tricks. And it was people was pretty much like I would be astounded. Forget that. And he's coming and I here in St. Louis in June. And that's going to be a gift for me to my wife. I don't know why. I'm going to be down there selling tickets. So. And um, we got <laughs> I'm not going to see that man. I'm hopefully going to get a good report from him when she comes home. I don't know why. Because I'm not going to see that man. <laughs> anyway, she's afraid of him. Yes, I am. That is one man walking on this earth that I could say I'm afraid of. Why because afraid of? he sticks stuff through his hand. What did he stick through his hand? I stick through it. his hand. I'm pretty sure they didn't see these videos. And if they haven't, you gotta talk about he it. He got freaking whole aquariums in his stomach, spitting up baby frogs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's learned how to. He said he learned how to turn his body into an environment where animals can live in it, and he can pull them up at random. Mm-hmm. So I've seen this man pull, spit four frogs out of his stomach, and you want me to go in the same building as him? No, I'm gonna go down there. And he gonna make me disappear, and I'm just gonna be gone forever. No, you're not. That's what you said. 
That's what the little frog's mother said. They grown, they in his stomach. Anyway. Sticking ice picks through his hand and not bleed. Why don't he bleed? Buried alive. He's been buried alive. He's been frozen in ice. Yeah. He held his breath for what? He held his breath for a while too, right? Yeah, he did something with that. He catches bullets with his teeth. I told my daughter that. She said he's Leroy Green. Yeah. That ain't mine. I don't own that. <laughs> he was stupid. <laughs> what else has he done? He was encased in a box of ice for 63 hours. I said that. I said frozen alive. Yeah, I just wanted to see. God, go. See, dude. that man is not human. Man, vertigo. A crane lifted Blaine onto a 30 meters high wide pillar in New York. He was not harnessed to the pillar. So oh he was God. just hanging there, sitting, just standing there. Standing there. He remained See? there for 35 hours. Ain't nobody got time for that. My goodness. How he go to the bathroom? Man, probably on himself. Ew. My goodness. So that means he went to the bathroom on himself and he fell down on the people below? Man. I don't think so. He was in the journey stunt which he was sealed inside a, a box. 30 feet high in the air. Mm-mm. How long was he in? 44 days. Nope. Not gonna do Goodness. it. Goodness. He drank a gallon of water a day and did not eat. And he want me to go My see this man goodness. live. No. He not human. And he Man. want me to go by myself. Yes, I do. That's crazy. Yes, no. Nope, you're going. I am not. Tell so, again. if he buy Tell the ticket again. and anybody want to go, I'm going to be down there. If anybody want to go with us, send us a message and I'll make it happen. I'll buy you a ticket if you, if you live in St. Louis. Um, if you live in St. Louis, I'll definitely buy you a ticket to go see David Blaine with my wife. I'm not going. Definitely you buy you a going ticket. by yourself. I'm going to sell my definitely ticket, buy you a ticket and, and wait I for you get, afterwards. I will, I will buy you a ticket. And treat you out of dinner. I will definitely do that. If one of our I listeners, won't be there. If one of our listeners goes to see David Blaine with my wife. I will meet y'all in front to hand you the tickets. I'm not going to see that man. Anyway. Not even that man. I'm not going to see that. <laughs> you ain't going nowhere near that. No. I'm not even finna be in St. Louis that day. <laughs> Just because he might walk down the street. Because our street looked like the type of streets he be walking down and finding random people just, here, let me show you a trick. No, you're not finna catch he me. He say, let me show you a trick. Or whatever. He just he like, let me show you something. It or whatever happen. he gonna say. It just I, he probably catch me trying to walk to the store or something. And I just be there like, no, <laughs> not doing this. Okay. Mess around and rob me while you trying to trick me. Um, my um, I was going to come across a story, and this this woman's name is uh, Becky Hammond. For those who don't know, pretty sure you don't. But if you do, good. But uh, <laughs> she's a professional basketball assistant coach. I say assistant coach because the, that's what the internet has on her. Assistant coach for the San Antonio Spurs. Very accomplished. Female basketball player. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Very accomplished basketball player. Very accomplished basketball player. She, she played for the New York Liberty. She played overseas. She played, oh my gosh, she played all over the world, basically. A very accomplished basketball player. So, she's been a coach with the Spurs since 2014. She was just interviewed and she's the only female coach in the league ever. She was interviewed for a um, hair coaching job in the Charlotte Charlotte Hornets, I think. And um, she she was pe- who was what who was who? Your man is coming out. But go ahead. Um, no, let me see. It's the said coach Brooks job. Is that who you talking about? What you talking? What you talking about? Who was Becky having that she have a shot bus coaching job? Is that who you're talking about? Is that the woman I'm talking about? Yes. You ain't listening to me? <laughs> yeah, that's who I'm talking about. Anyways. I'm telling y'all, I'm slapping you. She was passed over for the coach of the Hornets by the other Spurs assistant coach. So, 
I'm I bring her up to first of all say she's very accomplished. But is that the NBA's version of the NFL's Rooney Rule? The Rooney Rule depicts that it's policy for the NFL. Bless you. And I'm gonna I'm gonna make sense of everything I'm about to say because it's not gonna make sense right now with me explaining what this rule is because it has nothing to, nothing to do with nothing to do with 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 Becky Hammond but it does in my theory the Rooney Rule is a National Football League policy that requires league teams to interview minority candidates for head coaching and senior football operations it's sometimes cited as an example of affirmative action okay. That, whenever I hear that being brought up in the NFL, they always say, well, we fulfilled our Rooney Rule candidate. So, they're going to interview you anyway, just to pass over you anyway, regardless of who they have in mind or whatever, whatever. But it's, it's, it's African-American coaches in the NFL. One of my favorite coaches was African American. Lovey Smith, he coached the Bears for a lot of years, very successful. Got fired after a 10 and 6 season. Anyways, I'm sorry, I will get into that on another podcast. But anyway, <laughs> but um my, uh, but anyway, I say I bring up the Rooney rule in the NFL as a rule to make you interview minority candidates, even if you're not gonna hire them or listen to them anyway. That in the NBA is against women because it's like I think one woman, like one woman in ownership or one woman GM. I forget her name. I'm not gonna Google it because that's not what I'm talking about. But but that's not not who I'm talking about. It is what I'm talking about. Who I'm talking about? It's one woman GM, I believe, and she. I, I read something on her a while ago about her hardships and everything like that, and her like um. Mrs. Bus for the Lakers. High powered official with the Lakers. Like she made decisions with Kobe about Kobe's contract, about Shaq, all this stuff. So I say that to say she should, Becky Hammond should be hired as a coach. They shouldn't hold just being a woman against her because if she was a female, she should be a coach. Cheryl Miller should be a coach in the NBA. You just said if she was a female, she should be I mean, be I'm a sorry, coach. I'm sorry. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If she was a male with her credentials and her accolades, she'd be a coach. Cheryl Miller would have been a coach if she was a male. Really? Because she's way um, better she's way better than her brother. But anyways Did did the woman I mean or did whoever that got passed over or that took her job, the job that she was trying for, did they have more experience than her or? I don't know. But I've never seen him on the court, so <laughs> I, I, I can say that. And um, like to, to go back to uh, Janie Buss, she's she is controlling owner and president of the Lakers. Anyway, so there, that's a very high, very high and prestigious title for for anybody to have, Not man or woman, that high in the Lakers. So you know, props to her, and you know, and uh, much much success to them. But um. Because they have, anyway, side note, the Lakers about to have a huge offseason regardless of who they get. But that's another podcast. It's in the future. Can't talk about it now because nothing has been done. But Becky Hammond should be a coach. And as far as women have come in society since way back in 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, as far as women have come, it's about time that a woman has held a position in everything, I believe. It's about time women there there is a track there is a track record in the history of a woman being anything a man could be. I mean, it's happening. It's gonna happen. True, it's happening. I mean, I hate that she got passed over for that job. She should get good she's a good she has an excellent <laughs> she coached she coached during the summer league. I think she coached like I think she coached Nobody the Spurs the during league. the summer league, I wanna say. But they made they made noise about it, so that was big for her to do that. But it's Male coaches in women's college basketball because Gino, I mean, I cannot pronounce that man's last name. UConn's head coach, he's been coaching them very successfully for years with UConn and Ariema. That's his last name. That's how you pronounce it, Ariema. 
And um, nobody said anything about a male coaching females, but a female can't coach males. That's how the stricter world works. Uh, that's true. But like but you said, like it's, I said, it's happening. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. There are going to be women in position everywhere. We're going to have a woman president and get this mess in order. What do you mean, mess in order? A woman president is gonna fix this mess of war. I'm asking. I'm not saying she not gonna do it. Yep. But we gonna get it out in order because that's what we do as women. No. No, I'm just playing. I'm kidding. No, 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 I'm not disagreeing with you. We are gonna get it in order. Me and you. Me and you. Him and her. Me and you. Him and her. Them and they, us and we are going to get it together, regardless of who the face the face is. So, we're going to get it together. That's true. That's true. Yeah, we're gonna we all just got to start working together. Exactly. Exactly. My wife is still waiting on... Um, She's not waiting. waiting She's not waiting on it. She had a thing last week that she was going to be dusted. Oh, man. Yeah. We talked about it on the podcast a little bit. But she was, not to say, she she really wasn't waiting for this to happen. But she spent a couple of days saying that this person here should be dusted. This person there should be dusted. That's not what Thanos did. They turned into dust. So... They got dusted. Anyway. And I clicked on the little thing on the website and it said, Thanos dusted me too. So, I'm not even here right now. Right. Thanos dusted you. Anyway. Doggone movie. Great movie. Oh my gosh. Once again, great movie. We ain't talking about that again. I I got dusted. So, we ain't talking about it no more. (laughs) And I I brought up that to bring up uh, Luke Cage season two. I cannot Hey, when does it come? You was talking about it, but you Told me when it came out. Hey, Joey, did you watch the preview? No. Did y'all watch the Luke Cage preview? Don't worry, I wait. I wait. They said yeah. They said yeah. You can keep talking. I heard him. You didn't know. Let it go. Come on. What about the preview? <laughs> we'll punch you instead of looking at the thing like it's gonna respond to you. They gotta um. Basically the same premise, but he's taking on more of the face role instead of the hooded hero, behind the scenes hero. He's what? now becoming the hero for hire, which is what he... What's your shirt say? Yeah, hey, I got a Luke Cage shirt say hero for hire. I didn't even realize that. It but anyway... Yellow suit. Yellow suit. Metal headband. Handcuffs and chains. Power. They ain't never do that in the TV show, yes, did is. they? Yes, they did? Yes. I don't remember it. Yes, it is. But the, the previews look excellent. Once again, they they depicted Harlem in a great way, and the the main villain that he's going against, uh, Bushmaster. Guy, if you guys have read the comic books, and that, <laughs> it's a very long time ago, but uh, uh, Bushmaster, he basically has the same powers Luke Cage has. The only difference is he knows Capoeira, and that's um, for my video game player. That's how Eddie fight on Tekken. Just let y'all know. Because I was showing him and like, That's how on. Eddie get down on deck in the, in the uh, preview. Like spinning and kicking. Yeah. It's like dance, like. Yeah. Okay. In that preview, he got with Luke Cage, and Luke Cage had to go get Iron Fist to teach him how to, teach him how to you know, so, do that stuff. But, um, but Luke Cage looks excellent once again. And, is any of the other defenders going to be on there besides Iron Fist? I believe they're going to. Everything is tying into Infinity War. That's why I told you to stop. Shut up! It's the main reason why I told you to stop. Put your hands by your side or something. Ricky I ain't gotta put my hands My goodness, nowhere. man. You're knocking the mic down. I'm um, trying to make sure we can still be heard. They're it gonna, keeps going in and out. They're going to tie it into Infinity uh, War. Well, I can call it Infinity Wars. Whatever they're going to call Avengers, Avengers 4. Yeah, whatever they're going to call Avengers 4. Um, Why does everything have to be tied into Avengers? 
Because that's I still the only got freaking go back and watch other yeah, movies. You gotta go back years. I don't. Sister. Your kids gotta go back My years. Sister. You gotta go back years. I spent half the time watching that movie with them, telling them who people was. Oh, that's right. I did just watch it, but um, it was the most annoying thing I <laughs> mama. Who is it? What they do? What movie they from? I don't know. What kind of kids are y'all? But um, yeah. Once again, y'all about to wrap this up. We got a big weekend. Uh, we got a big weekend ahead. Weekend. But um, you know, I'll be at work for most of it. But uh, I won't. But um, happy Mother's Day. To happy Mother's all Day, to everybody. Guys. Happy anniversary if you got one. Happy birthday if you got one. Uh, really? Well, if you got everybody got a birthday. Everybody got a birthday. Not everybody got an anniversary though. But um, anyway. We love y'all. Love y'all. I'm not the host. You're supposed to push stop. What I push? You pushed record. Not what I push. Push stop.